Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Busy Blooming Podcast. My name's Tess. I'm Alexis. And we're your hosts of this podcast. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So exciting. (laughs) So happy to be here. Yeah. Um, So it's the last episode of the month. So as you guys know, it's just us to end off your month in the best way possible. Oh, my God. Totally. (laughs) Everyone clicks off. (laughs) No, literally. It's like, oh, it's the end of the month again. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I can't believe it's actually not to be like that person, but I can't believe it's already the end of October. Like, I know. It's almost Halloween. I know. What are you being? I am being a Polly Pocket. Okay. How cute is that? That's very cute. I know. What are you being? Okay, I was going to be Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Okay, but it's just not coming together, so I don't know. I think I'm just being a cat. Okay. I know. That's cute. Is it? I don't know. It's so overdone. I just, like, I don't, I need something, like, quick. Yeah. But how are you being a Polly Pocket? Like, what are you wearing? Okay, well, I ordered these pants. I really had a vision in my mind. And it's not even really Polly Pocket. It's just, like, in my head. I feel like it kind of is, like, Polly Pocket. Yeah. So I got this purple top that's, like, mesh. And it has these big, like, 2000s-looking flowers on it. Yeah. And then I got these purple pants. They're, like, purple flare pants. Yeah. But when I tell you that they are the ugliest things I've ever put on my body, (laughs) I cannot leave the house in them. They are so unflattering. It's triggering to think about it. (laughs) So instead, I think I'm going to wear, like, a white, like, mini skirt. Yeah. And then I got these white, like, fake leather booties. Okay. Like, high-heeled booties. Wow, you're, like, really doing this. And I got a white, like, mini purse. Like, you know, those small, like, 2000s bags. So I'm going to wear that. And I'm going to do, like, butterfly clips in my hair. Oh, so cute. It's going to be so cute. That's very, like, Y2K vibes yeah yeah yeah. that's why i'm saying poly pocket because poly pocket is like y2k vibes yeah that's such a good idea well you know it's only october 20 25th and this episode comes out so it's it's not too late to be poly pocket to anyone listening oh my gosh we can twin yeah and don't get the h&m pants though do not get the pants like (laughs) i'm bagging you do not get them for your own (laughs) mental health like literally do yourself a favor get anything else So if you guys are new here, Busy Blooming is not just a podcast. We also have an Instagram at Busy Blooming with two Gs. We have a TikTok also at Busy Blooming with two Gs. We have a LinkedIn. We have a website. We have a Facebook group. And we're launching something really exciting in a couple of weeks. So make sure you're following us so you guys can see what's coming. Yeah, I think this will be the last episode before we announce what it is. So next week we'll announce what it is on that podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited. That's so exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. So it's the last episode of the month. So we're going to do what we did last month. So we're going to start the intro with us, answer some polls from our Instagram, hear from you guys, and then we're going to jump into a solo where I chat about the rut that I feel like a lot of us have been in and how to get out of it, how to own it. And then we do a little Q&A at the end. So yeah. So last week we started something so iconic and so never been done before we're gonna do highs and lows of the week so my high of the week is last night when we're recording this so saturday night i went to my friend's engagement party it's so fun it was so fun they've been engaged for like a few months now yeah so i don't know if an engagement party is it supposed to be like the night that you get engaged or is it like after you've already been engaged and you're celebrating it i don't know i don't honestly i don't have any friends that have ever been engaged no this is my first friend we're getting to that age (laughs) i know it's so weird i cannot think about it but they've been engaged for a few months now but they just wanted to have a party Mm -hmm. so we did that last night it was so much fun that's so fun i feel like it's the first time that i've been to kind of like a big party Since since covid covid yeah like i've been to a few but they've been pretty small yeah but this like there was a not a lot of people but like a decent amount of people there like how many well i'm really bad at estimating numbers maybe like <laughs> like five thousand like, <laughs> literally it's like um the whole population of halifax yeah. um maybe like 35 that's maybe? a lot yeah yeah it was so much fun and then my low i was trying to think of one and i don't really have a low but not even because my week was good yeah like it was just insanely average <laughs> like the most average week i've probably ever had like nothing really happened which is good I guess that is good (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. Nice. What you? Um, okay, you know what I did this week? This isn't really like a high. This is more just like a thing I did. Okay. <laughs> I planned out our meals on Sunday night on a piece mm-hmm. of paper and I made like a menu for the week. Ooh. And then I put it on the fridge. Oh my God, that's so cute. And it was just so, I'm going to do it again because it was so nice because Storm and I order, like we have an Uber Eats problem. Like we order (laughs) so much. And so it was just like, you order a lot less because you know what's up for the week. And then you buy the right groceries. You don't even have to think about it. No. And then you buy the right groceries and it's just nice. You wake up and you're like, what's for dinner? It's on the fridge. That's honestly like a genius idea. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I'm here to hype you up. Yeah. So that's like how exciting our lives are. And then my other high of the week is my TikTok. Oh my God. Yes. You are literally popping off. Okay. You guys, I, I'm i like, I made a new TikTok like two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And because I got locked out of my other TikTok and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to take this as an opportunity and start fresh because <laughs> if you guys know us, you know how much we like have a problem with tiktok yeah but um, it's fine <laughs> it's fine oh my god i was talking to someone at work this week and they're like oh have you ever like been on tiktok or like do you know tiktok like i have a question it was like once or twice do i know tiktok <laughs> i know but it was someone like really really senior at the company so i didn't want to be like yeah i'm obsessed so it's just like oh yeah like i'm familiar <laughs> Me, like, my, oh i've heard of it <laughs> my screen time's like 13 hours but you know literally i know but Okay, I posted a TikTok yesterday or a couple of days ago, and then it was like doing fine. I woke mm-hmm. up the next morning; it had like a hundred and forty thousand views. That is so crazy. I know we're up to one fifty, and then another one I posted last week has like eighty thousand. Oh my god! Honestly, there's nothing, and I will die on this hill. There's nothing more exciting than having a TikTok get views and watching the views go uh, yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, like. I know that right there is a natural high like bottle yeah. that up and sell that like that is a high no I just like I was at work and I just kept like refreshing refreshing but then it like gets to a point where you start getting hate comments and then it's like not oh, as fun that's never happened to me hopefully it doesn't no. ever I don't think I could handle it yeah well I, the TikTok was basically me I said like all my salaries so I said like it was like a it took me one second to make like it was to a Kanye West sound and then I just said like here's all my salary and it was like five seconds long but I think anyway when you post like how much money you make obviously you're gonna get a lot of hate yeah people always get weird about that yeah but anyways besides the hate comments it was that was a it was a good moment for me so screen time is something we've chatted about on the podcast it's bad but you know what hits different is when you look at you look at the screen time like add it up over the week of how many hours a week you're on the screen. Oh god, I'm gonna go look at mine. Okay, okay, my screen time last week is 34 hours. Tess, <laughs> mine is so much worse. How much is it? I'm embarrassed. Tell me. I'm actually. It's it's like double. Okay, how many? Last week, my total screen time was 65 hours and four minutes that is like two full-time jobs i literally have a full-time job so how is it that high oh my god but it's like say like an average like it's like 40 hours a week you're on your phone Mm -hmm. like that's just like so upsetting and i just wanted to i don't really want to dig into it (laughs) i just wanted to say that like please nobody judge me like it's really embarrassing (laughs) I was on TikTok for 16 hours last week. That's 16. <laughs> I was listening to the Emma Chamberlain podcast, which, by the way, is like... So good. I'm obsessed with it. And she did a whole episode on... Like, she deleted TikTok for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, like, her life was, like, changed. And I was like, Maybe that's I so nice. That. <laughs> and I didn't But I don't it. want to. That's the thing. It's like, I know I should do that, but I don't I want to. But, yeah. So, those are my highs. And then my low of the week was just um, getting my period. So, yeah that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah okay should we get into the polls of the week yes okay i don't even remember what the questions were i tried to ask some like work related questions because i know we talk about work a lot but like they have a they have a twist Ooh, yeah. make it business professional but with a twist exactly that's what the busy <laughs> Bloom podcast is all about <laughs> do you want to go first 
Um, yes, I'm just pulling them up. Hold on. I'm being slow. I'm like, oh, mine are ready. Yours aren't ready? <laughs> it's like, oh, you're slacking. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so the first question, if you had to do one forever, what would you pick? Work from home or work in the office? And 71% said working from home and 29% said in the office. I would definitely pick work from home. I can't believe anyone voted work in the office. Like Me neither. I would like an explanation. <laughs> Me too. Like you must love your coworkers and love your job. Yeah, like can't relate. <laughs> no. At all. It's not even that I don't enjoy my coworkers and like my job, but like just to enjoy them so much, like you would rather do that than be at home. Like Yeah. Where do you guys work? I know. <laughs> I please hire me. I want a job there. Yeah. Yeah. I just love waking up in the morning and not being in such a rush to do my makeup and do my hair and I know. put in an outfit. Like that honestly would put me in such a bad mood for the whole day. I know. But and now it's like I can have such a enjoyable morning. I know. Where I'm like, I cannot go back. Honestly, I can't. I went back like three weeks ago, like two times. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, this is so saying. fun. I haven't been back. <laughs> it's like it was fun for that one time. <laughs> it was fun the first and second day. And then the third day I was like, you know, this isn't that fun. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. It's like I, I have a really nice desk at home with like snacks and Yeah. I don't and know. like having to pack a lunch every day. I know. It's just it's a lot. I packed a lunch every day and I ate out every day. Like, I didn't even try I did, didn't even bother packing lunch because I knew it was gonna happen. I know. Cause it's like everyone's going out for lunch and I'm not gonna be the one person that's like, no, I'm gonna eat, sit here and eat my salad all by myself. Like Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> okay. The next question we asked is is it okay to wear a hoodie in Zoom meetings? Sixty six percent said yes and thirty four percent said girl no. <laughs> girl no. <laughs> I think it's okay if it's an internal meeting. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're meeting with people you don't work with or like higher ups, I guess, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't pick out a hoodie. Yeah. But I, if I'm just like doing a one on one with my manager, like we're both in hoodies. That is the vibe. <laughs> this is going to sound really dumb, but don't you think there's such a difference between wearing a crew neck versus a hoodie in a meeting? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Okay. Because like. I wear crew necks all the time. Like, all the time at work, I'm wearing a crew neck. Because, like, then your hair kind of covers it and, like... Yeah, and you almost can't tell. Yeah, but there's something about the hood that just, like, brings it to another level. Even though it's, like, the same thing. I know. I, I don't really, know. I feel that. Yeah. But I love a hoodie, though. I do, too. I'm, they're so comfy. Like, I live in a hoodie, pretty much. Yeah, like, I think it's okay for other people to wear them, but, like, I would <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's fine for you, but, like, you are trash. Yeah, but, like, some of us have standards. I'm just kidding. Okay, roasted. I don't know. But then it's, like, our, like, C-suite and, like, VPs all wear hoodies because I think they try to make it seem like it's a chill environment. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think anyone, like, notices or cares. Like, if I was someone's... 1,000%. Like, if one of my employees had a hoodie on, like, I could not care less. Like, you're literally at home. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I just, like, overthink stuff like this. I know. I feel like it is one It is one of those things, though, where you are so focused on you. Yeah. And what you're going to be wearing that you don't even... Half the time, I don't even notice what the people are wearing who I have a meeting with. No, like, I don't even remember. No. I'm looking at my own Zoom camera. <laughs> Myself. No, literally. It's, like, 99% of the time, I'm not even looking at you. I know. <laughs> it's, like, I'm checking myself out. I feel like, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I have 16 hours. I'm working up to those 16 hours. (laughs) Okay, the next one. Is it okay to get drunk at an office party? 24% said live life and 76% said please no. It's such a tough one. Like, okay, drunk, I think it's, I think it, all of these questions obviously depend on the culture. I I think it's fine, but like not getting like blackout. Yeah. (laughs) Like things are two different things. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's fine to like have a drink or mm-hmm. two. But I would I don't think I would ever want to be drunk at an office party just because I'm like an animal. Like I'm I know. so loud when I drink and so talkative. I'm like, I don't know what I would say. I know. Same. So I just wouldn't I don't think I would put myself into that position. <laughs> but like we went out for drinks a couple of weeks ago some of my coworkers, and like I had a drink there and I was fine because I just had one mm-hmm. but 
I I wouldn't have any more. <laughs> I know. It's a slippery slope, like, right into anxiety. Like, it is just... Totally. Totally. Yeah. Just, like, think about the next day and, like, how much, like, hangover anxiety you're going to have. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, worth no it, probably. Like, know yourself. No. <laughs> like- okay. The next question, and I got some cute DMs about this question, is, have you ever had a crush on a coworker? 53% said, of course, and 47% said, lol, no. That's oh like God, that's half really and close. half. I know. Yeah. Have you? I I don't think I have that I can remember. Yeah. Have you? I mean, ever since I started working corporate, I was with Storm. I'm like, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Storm and I actually worked together at... Um, oh, you did? At UTM. That's how we met because we were on the same team working on residents. So I guess like oh, technically, so technically, oh my god, yeah. Cute. But I got, we got so many DMs of people saying like they met their future or they met their husband and their boyfriend, their fiance at work. Oh my god, that's so sweet. I know it actually is a really good place to meet people, and you know, on the morning toast, um, yeah, Jack, Jackie met her Zach husband. There. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You never know. That's so cute. Yeah. I feel like I could never have a crush with anyone I work with, first of all, because it's there's one man and he is married <laughs> with children and everyone else is like at least 10 years older than me. Yeah, you could go so, for an older man, you know. I don't really have very many options, but it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so the last question. Do you think it's okay to swear at work or in meetings? And 25% said yes and 75% said no way. I'm going with no way. I'm going to go with Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two different sides here. I think it's okay. I don't swear really, but my boss and like people at the company swear all the time, and it doesn't bug me at all. Yeah. So I think I think I also it's okay. Think this is another one that depends mm-hmm. on the environment. I've always worked in environments where people have sworn, like not like in their in an really? angry way, but people always just like swear. Yeah. I one of my jobs have been like that Mm -hmm. but I also think it depends on like some swear words are just worse than others you know what I mean I know like I know and it's not even that I don't swear in my own life like I I mean you know I do I do too (laughs) swear like I love to throw an f-bomb here me too a good f-bomb has a lot of emphasis it really does yeah but I would never say that at work I don't think Unless I was, like, really close with yeah. my coworkers. I don't know. It it truly doesn't bug me. Like, but I don't no, do it, it either. it doesn't bug me either. Yeah. Like, I think it's okay, but I just don't really swear. It's like the hoodies. I'm like, it's okay, but I don't do it. <laughs> like, I, I almost like it when other people do it because it makes it feel more casual. I know. I think so, too. I just, like, I don't even swear in front of my parents. I don't either. So... Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, there's a time and a place for me, and work is just not one of them. <laughs> yeah. I think it just depends on your personality, too, because I just, like, overthink everything so much. So if I were, <laughs> I would try to do it to make people feel more comfortable, and it would just seem, like, so yeah. off. Like, I just feel like it's not really, like, part of my work brand. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I get that, too. But like, I, I think If I just fine. randomly said it, people would probably be like, what? I know. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> and our, we had a sales meeting and the sales director said, you're more likely to close if you sw- swear casually. Really? Yeah. So take that however you will. But Wow. There's yeah. some sales advice. Mm-hmm. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. It's like they did a study on it, apparently. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. That kind of reminds me. I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street for the first time a few weeks ago. That kind of reminds me of that, how, like, mm-hmm. when, uh, what's his name? The main guy? Um, oh, Jordan Belfort, I think oh, is yeah. his character name. Yeah. When he was, like, teaching those people, like, how to sell at his small, yeah. like, stock firm or whatever. Yeah. And he was, like, telling them to be, like, so casual and upbeat. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Maybe that's where he heard it. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. I feel like every like the sales Wolf of Wall Street is just so inspirational. I know. I feel like every sales guy is like obsessed with Wolf of Wall Street. Like obsessed. Yeah. I really liked it. And I've been wanting to watch it, but they took it off Netflix for like three years and just put it back on. It is actually really good. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Me too. That's my uh, Wolf of Wall Street review. <laughs> Hope you guys liked it. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> it's like I'm late to the game, but uh, if there's anyone out there who hasn't seen it, I would recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Wouldn't recommend watching it like with your parents. Um, probably not. <laughs> but it's good. Maybe skip that one. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess that's it from us for the intro. Do you have anything else to add? Any last final thoughts, final recs? <laughs> oh, final recs. Let me think. I've, have you started watching you? Do you watch that? I watched the first season. Oh, okay. And then you gave up? <laughs> I watched the first season and then I tried to watch a second and it wasn't, um, my journey, but I've heard okay. people really like it. I yeah I really like it I'm on the last episode oh, and I okay. heard it's crazy okay and I also heard that they play a Taylor Swift song when the crazy thing is happening so I'm literally gonna hang up from here and go watch it I'm so excited I'm so oh excited my God. is it season three yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah maybe I love the show like yeah it's a little bit scary though it like, is I get scary. scared watching it at night yeah it's creepy he's creepy I know, but he's so hot. Like, <laughs> I actually can't. Oh, my God. Dan like, from Gossip Girl. He's had a glow up. He was even cute in Gossip Girl, too. Yeah, but I hated him in Gossip Girl. Yeah. Worst ever. Wasn't he, spoiler alert, Gossip Girl? <laughs> yes. He is Gossip Crazy. Girl. Gossip Boy, if you will. <laughs> yeah. They all, like, roast it, like, in interviews. Like, you can see the cast being like, yeah, I guess the writers, like, didn't know who else to say. No, so. literally. Did you watch Gossip Girl? I was obsessed with it. Okay, me too. But yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> that's a good rack. Thank you. Just maybe don't watch it alone if you get scared. Because <laughs> sometimes I I do find myself getting scared. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know what is a really scary show before we go? It's Pretty Little Liars. I know. <laughs> me and Terrifying. my roommate are re-watching it. And there are some episodes I'm like, how did I watch this by myself in junior high? I know. It is scary. Like... I'm watching it as like a 25 year old and I'm terrified. No, me too. Like that Halloween episode when they're on the train and they oh my Aria God. like gets locked in a box or something. Yeah. That's really scary. I never even finished it. I'm going to finish it this time around. Okay, well, that's it from us for the intro. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, and make sure to come back next week when we announce our special project. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I'm just so excited like to be in a place where I can say we have a special project <laughs> no me too it feels so powerful i know like we've been milking this like even though a long i'm time. sure everybody knows what it is like yeah. you guys are not going to be surprised the last special project was the podcast <laughs> so like oh yeah it was <laughs> yeah i don't know which is more exciting probably the podcast yeah but also like i'm very excited about this me too i know i really don't know we'll just say they're equally exciting yeah, exactly okay well thank you guys for listening to the intro and then let's get into the solo episode about getting out of a slump getting your life together and let's get into it okay it's time for the solo episode with tess the most exciting part of the month anyways i'm sure we just wrapped up a great intro with alexis um i haven't <laughs> recorded it yet so i'm sure it was just premium but if you guys are new by the way i wanted to say um if you don't know alexis is our social media manager of busy blooming so she does our instagram um and she helps out with like a bunch of stuff at busy blooming and um, if you guys are new and you don't know who i am my name's tess i'm almost 25 i work in marketing in Toronto and Alexis is 24 and she works in public relations in Halifax so we're two Canadians and um yeah anyways that's us in case you didn't know um so today's episode I wanted to do something a little bit different and try kind of a different format you know the podcast is still kind of new it's not totally new but we started in May so I think we've done around 20 episodes and we're still trying things and seeing what works so so we end off every month with a solo episode so this month I wanted to try and do a bit of a Q&A slash advice at the end and see how you guys like it so let me know if you do like it if you don't let me know too and we won't do it again but I think it'd be fun to do like part of this episode as like information and me chatting about the topic and then a Q&A at the end just kind of like end off the month and I really like hearing from you guys and hearing your questions and um yeah so that's what we're gonna do today and today's topic is being in a slump and <laughs> getting out of a slump. If you watch me on YouTube or you listen to the podcast last week, I have been tested lately. Honestly, I don't know 
what's going on. I'm not a huge like spiritual person in the sense of like Mercury and retrograde and the moon and, and things like that. People, I have a lot of great friends that are and they've been telling me like it's not just me there's stuff going on up there so I don't really know that much about it so I'm not here to say like give an opinion but I'm just gonna take that and blame it on that because I don't know what's been going on with me lately but truly I have just been in the worst funk like creatively with YouTube and the podcast and also just work-wise I work nine to five as a marketing manager and just like testing me (laughs) like my patience and I've been feeling so frustrated with so many things and um yeah I don't know just like personally as well like emotionally I've just been feeling really down so anyways two weeks ago I had such a rough week like every single day I tried my best to have a good day and then I was just in like it would just spiraled from the day like from my workday starting and this past week has been a lot better and I think it's because of things I've been doing so I thought I would just share how I've been trying to get out of the slump and I'm feeling a lot better today is Sunday it's the day before the podcast goes live and I'm I'm here to report back I'm doing better (laughs) I have come through on the other side of this like funk slump I don't even know what you want to call it but anyways so if you've also been feeling this way I'm here to help you (laughs) I'm here to give my two cents on how to get over this and move on with our lives because you know if you're listening and you're in our like 99 percentile of listeners you're probably a woman in your 20s and so am I and we there's just so much going on in this time our lives like personally professionally like side hustle wise friendships relationships family career confusion comparison like there's just so much that goes on and I think a lot of us have been in a slump lately plus all of that other stuff on top so let's just come together and (laughs) move on with our lives so anyways um let's just jump into it so The first thing I wanted to say is if you are feeling in a funk or a slump, those two words sound kind of weird the more I'm saying them, (laughs) but if you are feeling down, the first thing is just don't try to get out of a slump. (laughs) It probably won't work. I know it's a little ironic coming from me when this episode is literally about how to get out of it, which I'm going to get to, but I don't know. It's like when you wake up and you're just in a bad mood you just want to choose violence some days and that's okay like it is okay to have a bad day to have a bad week to not be the best most like overperforming person at your job to not be eating the healthiest that day and to not be working out the most and being the best girlfriend or the best friend or the best employee or creator like it is okay to not always be the best and even to not be the like basic requirement of those functions like it is okay to struggle and have a bad day or a bad week or a bad month like we are humans we're not robots and sometimes no matter if you're studying or if you're working like I am or if you're a content creator or you do things on the side or you work part-time whatever it is There's a lot going on in our lives and it is okay to just say today is not a good day. I'm not in a good mood. The vibe check has not been passed and it's okay. Like just let it go. The day sucks. (laughs) Today it's okay to say today sucks and I just wanted to say that first off like last not this last Friday but the Friday before I put on easy on me by Adele and just walked around in the rain because I'm like this is my vibe right now and that is okay I think it's like we go on social media and everyone's working like so much and everyone's so happy and to quote Olivia Rodrigo everyone's so happy and healthy and not me <laughs> right now and that's okay and I think getting off social is like a huge thing too because it just makes it so much worse like you start to get that comparison mixed in there so I just want to say first off don't fight it if it's like the first if it's been like a day or two of being in a funk just feel all the things take it's a it's okay to just say this day is a write-off I'm going to do the bare minimum of my job or my schooling whatever it is and that's okay And when you are ready to get out of that, I'm also here for you too. So when you are ready to be like, okay, I'm going to get my shit together now. This is what we're going to, this is what we're going to do. The first thing, 
is one of the most important things. Get enough sleep. I know it sounds cliche, but above all, like above your morning routine, above like feeling like you need to wake up early and go to workout class, like prioritize your sleep over everything. Like get your eight or eight and a half, whatever hours. And I think that will help a lot. So that's my first piece of advice above everything. Get enough sleep. Next thing I wanted to say is when it comes to eating healthy and working out, I mean, like we all know, obviously that makes you feel better. And I find that when you're in a slump, at least for me, I often don't do either of those things. (laughs) I'm not prioritizing like, you know, making a smoothie and having salads and rice and fish and stuff. Like I'm usually not eating as good. And one thing that helps me is think of it like this. Eat healthier than you did yesterday and move more, like move your body more than you did yesterday. And if you just go with that mindset, it's a lot gentler than like, I'm going to wake up and run a 10 kilometer run and then make a smoothie bowl and just like eat no sugar. I think it's just so unrealistic when you're feeling off, but I will say obviously eating healthy and working out makes you feel better, like both, you know, just physically, like the endorphins and things like that, but it's just also so good for you. So I would just say, try to eat healthier and move more than yesterday. And if you keep that mindset every day, I think you'll get kind of into a better habit. The next thing I want to say, and this is one of the most like life-changing things I've done. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but truly doing yourself favors is honestly one of the biggest piece of advice I can give is doing yourself favors. So say you have a really stressful day at work and this might not sound like it you can take this piece of advice but say you have a really stressful day at work it's monday night you're like tuesday is going to be a really busy day for me monday evening if you spend 30 minutes in the evening doing a really really hard task so your tuesday is a little bit easier that will make your day so much better i think it's just like constantly thinking about how you can make your own day better that can also apply to like obviously relationships too it's like how can I make my partner's day better but you know right now we're talking about you and so how can you make your day better and I think doing yourself favors is just such a good thing it's like what I will do is lay out my clothes even if I'm working from home and I do not plan to leave the apartment I will lay out my clothes the night before I will like clear out my Nespresso machine pod so I don't have to do it in the morning. I will clean my bathroom the night before so it's nice and clean when I have to go wash my face in the morning. I'll make a to-do list the night before, fill up my water bottle, like just try to do things to make your next day better and like do yourself little favors, like do the hardest thing in the morning. I love that tip from Emily Merrill from our podcast is like just wake up and do the hardest thing you have to do that day in the morning. I mean... Obviously, that's being relative to, I mean, your day. But if you have a bunch of work tasks and one of them is really stressing you out, do it first thing in the morning to do yourself a favor and just, you know, do yourself favors. I think that's a really good way to get out of a slump and something that helped me a lot. So I just wanted to say that. And that has helped me a ton, just like in so many ways, not even just getting out of a slump, but just this year, I feel like doing myself favors of just being ahead on things. And I mean, I love that TikTok where it's like, no one's going to come save you. You have to just do things yourself sometimes. No one's going to come and get you out of the slump and get you. This sounds harsh. Okay. And I do realize that, but no one's going to come pick you up and get you out of the slump. Like you have to do it and it's going to be hard. And sometimes you just want to lay in bed all day and watch TikTok and definitely do that. But at the same time, you have to be a little bit hard on yourself and say, okay, tonight I'm going to do everything I can to make tomorrow a good day. And that will, I think, hopefully help a lot. The last thing I want to say on this is gratitude, of course, helps a lot (laughs) with being in a slump and like feeling super off. I mean, this is kind of an obvious one, so I won't talk about it too long, but being grateful for everything you have and this is me talking to me because sometimes the things I'm upset about are just so dumb like I'll be so in my head about comparing you know Instagram or it could be at work like I'm just annoyed at my job or annoyed at somebody or I just don't want to work right then and I don't want to be in this career or like whatever it is I'm not saying that's how I'm feeling (laughs) but I don't know it's like 
we can get so in our head about things, but then on the flip side, how great is it to have a paycheck coming in? How great is it to have an apartment to go home to and friends to talk to and family? And anyways, I just think overall gratitude heals so much. Like waking up in the morning or at night or whatever, like whatever your schedule is, getting your journal out and writing out five things you're grateful for is so healthy and just is a really good way to start or end your day or both. And it helps a lot with perspective and realizing we do have a lot to be grateful for. And, you know, life is pretty good. It's it's okay. And yeah. Anyways, that's what I wanted to say. Those are my tips on how to get out of a slump when you're feeling tested. The universe is testing you. <laughs> this is how you can pass the test and not just rip it in half and go listen to Adele in the rain. Even though sometimes that is what you need to do. Um, so yeah. Those are my tips, and I think that's it. Let's get into the Q&A, shall we? Okay, so of course, follow us on Instagram at BusyBlooming if you want to submit a question. We ask polls every single week on the Instagram for the intro, so if there's ever anything you want to say, anything you want to give your two cents on, DM us or answer the polls or the questions, and um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. So the first question is, how to make friends post-grad? That's a tough one and something I also struggle with. And I think, I know Alexis and I joke around on this podcast of like normalize having no friends because not to get too like nitty gritty about this question, but we have a lot of pressure to have all of these friends post-grad and have this big circle of people. And I think we see it a lot on social and in, you know, media and movies and all that stuff. It's like you have this massive group of friends. I have like less than a handful of people that are really close to me that I consider my close close friends and just to start off if you don't have like this massive friend group you know it's okay to not have a lot of friends because maybe you don't have the time or the energy or maybe you're really close with a sibling or your parent or and like that's kind of your friendship circle like I don't know (laughs) as losers you might think I am Like, my mom, my sister, my dad, my grandma, Storm, like, Storm's brother, his brother's girlfriend. Like, that's kind of my circle, and I think that's okay. And (laughs) I don't know. Take what you will from that, but if it's okay if you don't have a ton of friends. And I think a lot of people feel this way, and it's not as common as you might think, like, to have a ton of friends and, like, it's a massive friend group. So wanted to say that first. Anyways. Making friendships post-grad. Mutual friends, in my opinion, is the best way to make friends. So I think if you have a friend and then they have a big group of friends, or even if you have an acquaintance that you like, kind of like or you want to be friends with, and they have a big group of friends, I think getting connected with people, with friends of friends, is probably the most common way. I think people make friends in post-grad. If there's a party going on that your friend's going to and she invites you, like, just go because it's such a good way to meet people. Another really good way is work. Fine line there for sure, which we've talked about on the podcast. But I think, you know, work friends can be really great friends as well, especially if you're in an environment where there's like a ton of really young people. I think, you know, that's really a good way to make friends, too. Um, So I think work I'm just talking from personal experience, but like work and friends of friends or friends of your partner it's like all really good ways to make friends. So there's also Bumble BFF, which I've heard is amazing. I've never used it, but you could try that out as well. There's also this great Facebook group called Busy Blooming, where you can meet other women in their 20s. And so <laughs> go join that as well. Okay, next question is tips for starting a new job remotely. This is so like key during the pandemic. I started my new job remotely. So in October, I started this job, like October 2020. And it's so weird. First of all, starting a new job remotely, like not going to the office and having a desk and meeting people, going for coffee. It's so weird and it's so hard. And so I wanted to acknowledge that. Like I felt super weird about it. And if your company doesn't have somebody there to like help you get onboarded and book you coffee chats and book you to meet people like whether it's your boss or HR whoever it is find somebody to help you because I mean it is so tricky to just like casually meet people and it can be kind of awkward to just like slack someone and be like hey want to go for a coffee virtually like you know so I think 
ask your boss to like set you up on a few coffee chats or um, another tip is be on video like all the time as annoying as it is to have to get ready every day when you're just at home being on video is a big way to like get to know people better and so I think and just get your name kind of out there and get people to know you because you just are like way more engaging when you're on video and people will get to know you faster are work happy hours my favorite thing ever no but they are a good way to meet people so I think I think take advantage of being new because once you've been in the job for like six months it becomes a lot harder to meet people and I think people want to meet the new people hopefully so I think it's just a good excuse if you are new to be like, hey, I'm just started this week or this month. I would love to get a coffee and just like learn about the company and your team and what you do and just connect. Like that's a great Slack or, you know, team's message. So yeah, those are my tips. I love this question. And the next question is, would you ever leave a stressful job even if the pay is good? One thousand percent yes, I would. And the, the person who asks this, I think is in her 20s. Being in a stressful job in your 20s is so not worth it like I don't know there's a few layers to this in my opinion and these are all my opinions of course but how do I say this a lot of money like things may seem it's all relative right like when I took my job at the big four I thought I was making so much money I'm like this job pays so much this is crazy because the job I had before that, I made $15,000 less. So a $15,000 increase was a lot for me. And I was only 22 at the time. And so that was a lot of money. It was That was a stressful job, like for sure. And now looking back, I make a lot more than that. And so I think as you get more into your career, and I, you know, I'm 25. I've only been working for like three or four years. But the pay, like as you get older and as you move into your career, the pay goes up. So you will make more money regardless, hopefully, than the money you make now. In 10 years, you'll be, you'll be making more. So I think don't worry about like finding the most highest paying job and things like that. Like it will come for sure. So I think, first of all, don't stress out about that. These are the questions you should ask yourself before you quit a job. Are you learning anything anymore? Like, are you getting value and training and building your skills and building the skills you want to build at this job? If it's a no, you know, not worth it. The second question, how do you feel when you're working? Like, when you go into work, are you happy? Are you, do you feel comfy? Do you feel yourself? Can you show your sense of humor? Do you feel confident? Like, do you feel like you're good at your job? Or maybe you feel frustrated and like people don't know you and you can't be your full personality and you don't have that many friends and your boss isn't very supportive and isn't great. Like there's just so many variations. So really check in on how you feel. And from this question, it sounds like you're stressed. And so being stressed and like working a ton of hours and sacrificing weekends and evenings and being in a stressful job, like speaking from experience, seeps in to hours outside nine to five. Like sometimes it's like you're so stressed between nine and five that for the rest of the evening, you have this like stress hanging over you. And so it's not just at your job, like it impacts your personal life too. And so absolutely no, I do not think it's worth it. Even if the pay is amazing, you will find a way to make more money in a few years from now. Like it might just take you longer to save up or whatever, but it is never worth in a job. There are so many jobs out there and never, in my opinion, quit unless you have something else lined up, but look for another job. I mean, Emily Merrill said this as well on a podcast episode. It's like a $10,000 raise is $27-ish a day. Say you make 60 grand right now and you're thinking of going to a job that makes 50 grand that you'd be a lot happier at, but you, you're worried about missing out on the $10,000. is a lot of money, like a lot of money in a a check, right? Broken up over a year of work, it's like not that much. I I don't know the exact amount, but it's like around like 20, 30 something dollars a day. Is it worth staying at the stressful job for like that much money every day? Probably not. And so I think, yes, you are overall losing that $10,000 or whatever it is. But when you break it down per day, it's probably not as much as you think. So just think about that as well. The next question is a doozy. How do you know what you want to do 
career-wise. This question is so tricky because there's just so much you can do. I truly believe you can do anything, which I know might sound like (laughs) extra, but honestly, anything you want to do, you can do. It might take time. It might take money, student loans, you know, taking a risk, people disagreeing with you, but you can do anything you want. And so choosing what to do is so hard. And I don't even know what I want to do, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I work in marketing. I've worked in marketing for like four years almost. And is that like my dream job? I don't know. Like I just kind of stumbled into it and I like it and I feel like I'm good at it. But is that what I always wanted to do? And is that what I want to do? I'm going to answer this question with a question. (laughs) And the question is, what legacy do you want to leave on your last day of work before retirement? Like say you're like in your 60s or whatever, you're about to leave in retirement, you're on your last day of work. What do you want to have accomplished? Who do you want to have helped? What have you created? That is what, again, that's a hard question. I don't know the answer to that question, but I think when you think big picture, because sometimes when we think about what we want to do, it's on such a micro level because it's like, say you're really interested in a company like Pinterest or something, and you would love to be the chief, you know, creative officer. I don't even think that's a job, but like the chief marketing officer of Pinterest. I mean, me at 25, I can't be the chief marketing officer. So when I think about what I want to do, I think sometimes I can get in my head of where I am now. I'm like, what do I want to do right now at 25? Don't think that way because you're going to get stressed out. And so think about the long term. What do you want to do long, long term? And now what can you do to get there? Do you want to help a certain type of people, a certain group of people? Things like that. It's like, what can you do now to get there and to help those people? And it's okay if you can't do it right now. Try to think of it on a macro scale, and I think maybe that will help. But to be honest, I still don't fully know what I want to do. I think when I think about Busy Blooming and YouTube and Instagram and connecting with women in their 20s and helping women in their 20s and things like that, I feel a lot closer than when I'm at a corporate 9-to-5 marketing a tech product. Not to like throw any shade towards that at all, but I think... Yeah, and it's okay if what you want to do is not job-related at all. Maybe you want to be a mother, or maybe you want to volunteer for a certain type of organization, or you want to travel and help people. Like, it doesn't have to be job-related. So I think overall, think of your values as a person and align those with everything you do. And yeah, and also pay your bills, which is why sometimes we have to take jobs that aren't our favorites. (laughs) So, you know, it's a balance. Okay, I'm going to answer one last question. It's not going to be that, like, helpful, (laughs) but I think it's fun to talk about. Someone said, did you go to a lot of college parties? If yes, did it affect your studies? And if no, do you regret it? Oh, my God. Me in university is, like, not the vibe. When I was 17, I moved to Vancouver, and I went to a Christian university, And then when I was 18, I moved to Toronto and went to University of Toronto, like second, third, fourth year. So I was a transfer student. In my first year, I was like, did not swear, had never had a drink, had never had a boyfriend. Like I was just the classic poster child for like a Christian Bible college. And then when I went to University of Toronto, my second year, I was so confused. I could talk about this in a whole other episode. I had a full on like identity crisis And in my third and fourth year was when I kind of like came into myself a little bit. I was like, okay, I kind of feel a lot more confident. I think I know my, you know, my personality, my sense of humor, and I was more educated on topics and just like a more well-rounded, truer version of myself than I ever had been. And so in third year, when I kind of was like, okay, I think I kind of know who I am. And I had kind of stopped going, like following the religion as like, intensely and things like that um I had my first drink when I was like almost 20 my mom does not believe me but I was 19 in I think the summer when I was 19 and I turned 20 in that fall I was also single as well and so I hadn't met Storm yet and not that that would make me like 
not drink or anything, but I don't know. You know when you're like you're single and you go out and I was really vibing with myself. So anyway, when I was like 19, almost 20, I started drinking for the first time. I had so many Pombays. Like Pombay was always my drink of choice. I don't know why and I don't know how I drank them because now truly it tastes like just drinking candy and it's disgusting. But Pombay Tess was the vibe. And yeah, I drank a little bit. I definitely drank like I was such a lightweight because I've never had alcohol <laughs> in my life. So I'd have like two Pombays and be like good to go. So did not have very many hangovers. If I don't think I had a hangover once in college. But yeah, I drank a little bit. I went to like house parties. Um, I hate clubs. Like I can't with clubs. I'm so not cool. Like all these girls look so stunning and they are so cool like dancing and things. I'm just not that <laughs> type of person. But anyways, so I did definitely like go to a lot of house parties because I lived on residence. I was also a Don or an RA. So like I had my own dorm of students, which was so fun. Um, And yeah. So yeah, I went to house parties and Don parties and all the things. I never was a crazy big partier. Like I never went out clubbing, like I said, or anything like that. And anyway, and I think in terms of like regret and things, I regret not... Not that I regret not drinking, but when I was in high school and in my first couple of years of university, I was really um, confused and very uptight and I didn't know myself and I didn't know who I was. And um, because of that, I missed out on a lot of opportunity. I think I didn't I didn't like swear. I was so, so judgmental of people. And I think that's my biggest regret is not just getting out of that bubble sooner and like learning who I was sooner because I think I would have had a lot of fun (laughs) and I just not that I didn't have fun but you know what I mean like I didn't go out or anything so it's almost the opposite I regret not going out as much in my first and second year because I would not have known what to do with myself so anyways that's the long-winded answer to that question but I love talking about university. I think it's such an interesting time. And like, I feel like me going into university and me leaving are two totally different people. And I think that whole thing is just so interesting too. So anyways, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, As always, make sure to follow us on Busy Blooming on everything. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We also have a huge launch coming, I think November 5th. If you listen to the episode till here, you heard it from me first. I'm pretty sure we're launching the 5th. So I have the project in my office right now. I'm looking at it. So anyways, um, thank you guys for listening. As always, thank you for being part of this community and just like being the best in the Facebook group and helping each other out and going on Instagram. And if you ever want to take over the Instagram, fill our form, link in our bio and listen to the podcast. The podcast is probably my favorite project I've ever done and ever worked on so hope you guys are enjoying it too and yeah with all that being said have a great week have a great rest of your Monday and I'll see you guys next Monday okay bye